Stop being such a dirty, filthy animal. That kind of stuff won't happen. Can't. I can't. Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> My my pants were stuck to my butt. We don't the, and the listeners don't care. All right. Well, that's off. That's off, off. Off script. That's fine. That's fine. There, there are hazards when you choose when you choose an underwearless life. There are hazards to be had. So you can. I mean, it's, uh, there's there's. There's a lot to unpack there. There's so you many didn't like that. To say, okay. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Well, it just the end result it ends up nowhere good. Nowhere good. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, it's I'm not going to illuminate you. Not online anyway. I'll I may off record give you a little talking to. You want to go to lunch? Oh, you're going to give me a talking <laughs> to? Oh no! If we're going to start our podcast with my jeans are stuck to my butt. <laughs> That's a problem. Hey, I thought we were supposed to be honest with the listeners. Well, uh, we are. Um, they don't need to know everything. They don't want to know everything. Let's leave some mystery. There's some. There's a little bit of mystery that's got to unfold. Guys, I got to tell you what I've been. <laughs> I have. I have watched the meter of share, don't share, really uh, ratchet back and forth for 24 episodes. <laughs> And like five B sides. The target's always moving. Wow, it's impossible I to hit. I don't think uh, the start of twenty twenty three is them learning how our uh, daily attire is stuck to certain parts of our body. Well, I I mean, really, the big takeaway here is get better chairs in this office. <laughs> Eddie, be, can you help me problem. out, please? Hey, Eddie, thanks. Give us a drink. That was oh, the wrong. That was oh, the that wrong. Yeah, stop trying to crash. The- <laughs> We're a mess. I got pants stuck to myself. I got the wrong audio queued up. Salancha. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Maybe we just let the song play out for a couple minutes. Bias a little bit of time. <laughs> are That's out. the best possible thing we can do for the podcast is not talk. <laughs> We've never gotten this far with the group, the group sing. Oh boy! Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, guys, clearly we've run out of material because we're uh, twenty-four we're, episodes and we're done. Yeah, well, we had a hey, good run. This is a good run. We had a good run today. Uh, I bring us in with the spirit. Patrick takes us out as usual today. I uh, we are having a Negroni. A Negroni is a famous Italian drink, as you might tell from the word Negroni. Negro- Negroni. Um, this is gin, um, which I know trying to I, shove that stuff down uh, my throat, don't you? put it right in your mouth. Um, is yeah. this the cucumber or the, what was the other kind? Juniper. Juniper. Yep. Is this juniper? Uh, no, no, this is cucumber gin. Cucumber. Yep. Cucumber gin. All right. Got my daily um, vegetable intake. Sweet vermouth <laughs> and Campari. Yeah, you did. You sure did. <laughs> You sure did. You nailed I'm it. Your life today, kids. Oh my goodness! Um, I can feel me getting thinner by the minute. <laughs> if I pour this on my eyes, my bags will disappear. You got bags under your eye? You're not sleeping, buddy. Let's I don't talk. Know. You tell me. What's I, going I, on? I, I I do not sleep the way I used to when I was younger. What does that mean? Um, it means I have body aches. Oh, 
Yeah. I yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. And rugby for, oh my uh, gosh. 8 years of my younger life lifting weights that were stupid heavy cuz I thought that's what That's was, what you did, bro. Got to bro out. I'm a man so I'm strong, man. You got max out, bro. It's ridiculous. If you're not hitting the gym, you're losing. <laughs> I show you up by showing up. Um yeah, I don't think that was the uh, best approach. Um and my 43-year-old body is Crumbling. Crumbling. I, and I think I have, Hello, crumbling. I think I have restless leg syndrome. Oh, I 100% do. Yeah. Because we, we have like a... We lay on the sofa every night and watch TV for about two hours together. Not, well, not you and I, but you and your wife. Okay. Just to clarify for the listeners, okay, Ben well, and I do not lay on the sofa every <laughs> Turns out some dreams will not come true, apparently. Uh-huh. So, I guess... Sure, yeah. Good pivot. Good cover-up, Patrick. No big deal. Yeah. I uh, know what you meant. Sure, my, my wife. Two oversized men cuddling each other on a couch, which is... What's wrong okay, with that? It's okay. What's wrong with that? That's not what the reality is. Bears need love, too. I, uh, I sweat. I'm a hot body. I mean, I'm you a, are, I am a human furnace. When we lay on the sofa at night, you are just an inferno of passion. Um... I do the same thing that like we will, I, so our sofas recline, but my wife, not Patrick, <laughs> wink, um, will, she lays long way on the couch and puts her head on my lap, like with a pillow and I lean. So I'm reclined all the way, Sure. but I have noticed over the past year or two, my legs are all over the, and my uh-huh. legs are, my legs are settled for maybe 40 to 60 seconds before I adjust them again. Before I have to move again. They're just yeah. constantly and, moving around. And at night when I'm sleeping, like I used to be a, a, a stomach sleeper. Ooh, I've never done that So in college, since I was a baby. Man, I slept the yeah. best in college. Like when I was in college, I could wake up in the morning and still feel the mouthwash from the night before. And like knowing that like I kept my mouth shut and just slept dead tired. Wow. Um, that is not the case anymore. Like I barrel roll through the evening. Like if you were to set up a camera, you'd just be like, just hook up a turbine to that guy. He's going to power the world. Oh man. So this kind of funny, the, (laughs) the other night, my wife, so I'm also a restless sleeper. Welcome to the Center Insane Podcast where we talk about sleep patterns. After hours. Oversized men. (laughs) Hope you like it sweaty. My, uh. My wife took a photo of me the other night because she says most nights when I come to bed, she calls it the burrito, oh, where yeah. I kind of like roll myself into uh-huh. the blankets and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm cozied. I'm good. But she was like, so I woke up to a photo on my phone of me at like 1130 the night before, halfway out of the bed. I was so hot and I laughed. So she gets up the next day and I go, Hey. I got that photo, but I got something even funnier than that. And she goes, what? And I go, I woke up with no clothes on. And I was like, so apparently our house got hot enough during the night. Not only was I angry at 1130 trying to get out of the burrito, at some point during the night, I had to get out of everything. And I was just like, no, sir. No, sir. I'm going to stand outside. It's negative 14. I'm tired of my jeans sticking to me, so I'm just taking them off. You sleep in jeans, don't yep. you? I mean, every night you sleep in jeans. Uh, you, you know, know it's funny. I, 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 I can share this. I don't know where we are on the meter of sharing. Uh, you'll dial me back if we have to. Um, I sleep in only pajama pants. I can't sleep in a shirt 
Unless oh, I'm sick. Say, no, yeah. If I'm sick, I that will wear a shirt. It's, that thing yeah. tries to kill me. Yeah. I sleep but, in boxer shorts. That's yep, it. Yep. I, I sleep in pajama pants because I cannot stand my legs touching I, each other. I can't sleep in pajama. I can't stand pants. Yeah. I like pants. No. Yeah. I put on pants today. <laughs> yeah. Um, our room is not well insulated. Mm-hmm. So it is it heats and cools as the outdoor temperature does. Mm. So when it is cold, it is cold in the room, which means extra blankets. And when it is yeah. hot, it is hot. And I am I'm not a hot sleeper. Ooh, yeah. I can sleep when it's cold. I can be it can be freezing outside and even if I don't have enough blankets, I'll sleep really well. Yeah. But if it's I will say if it's probably above sixty six degrees in the room. I am hot. And we mm-hmm. just recently changed our bed comforter. We've had a comforter for too long, maybe since, ooh, long time. And um, we just recently switched that, which changed the sleeping dynamic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's a hot mess. Yeah. It's a hot mess. I I long, like my wife can sleep through anything. She can sleep through a storm. Not me. Like, I'm up two or three times a night adjusting rotating, wishing I was marinating, whatever. Yeah. Not the case. So now this is where you and I kind of differ and, and we're going to, we're going to introduce a new segment today (laughs) that, um, my wife has actually, my wife has written a segment for a show. She doesn't listen to. I was going to say your wife that doesn't listen to the podcast. My wife who has listened to one, one podcast and and 10 minutes of another one. Um, so we, I'm with you. But I typically go to bed around 10 o'clock at night, and I get really good sleep from about 10 to 1, 10 to 2. Okay. The rest of the night's trash. <laughs> I'm tossing, I'm turning, I'm up, I'm like, yes. I can't All sleep, right. I, yep. you know, I'm, I'm drinking water, I'm, you know. Yep. Yeah. So, but during that... But you're, and your wife comes to bed later. She does. My wife likes to come to bed around 1. Yeah. And My wife so, and I go to bed at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, that's something that we've wanted. Okay. For whatever reason. Do you still want that? She wants that, so I want that. That's great. That's uh, that's the right. Well done, Cammie, (laughs) for the win. Um, My wife and I have never done that, and I actually really like that because that means when I go to bed, she gets her alone time. Uh So if she wants to lay and read her book, if she wants to watch Trash Wives of Madison County or whatever it is, but then equally, I, I get up six or seven even on the weekends right. and like I can go downstairs and like precious. This is precious. Oh, it is, wonderful. It is, it is amazing. I can watch European soccer cause it's already <laughs> hey, on. I can, I can watch survivor. Yep. I can start a fire. Yep. I can mow the grass. Well, not that that'll wake everybody else. Anything. I can go work out. Yeah. It's great. It's my time. So I really like that. We kind of have the, the, my times in. So my wife has suggested that we start this segment called last night with Ben because she can she will i let me let me try and say it as best i can i will talk to my wife and she will start a conversation on any given day that says do you remember last night and that's an innocent question uh-huh i'm sweating already when she asks that because i'm like oh my god what i do what i say was i mean I was i ugly uh-huh. what was i dreaming about did i yell at her or something she according to her and we're going to start requesting video, which we'll, That's if right, we can proof. find it. If we can, yeah. She's not a liar, but these are, some of these stories are a little extravagant. 
Well, you're extravagant then. So I, I don't expect anything else. Be- between 10 and 2, I sure am extravagant. Um, I, I guess we have full-blown conversations in the middle of the night that I don't recall. So, for instance, one night she came to bed and she said, I guess I rolled over and said, hey, hey. She's like, what? How many fish did you catch? She's like, I, I didn't catch any fish. I was like, you were gone that whole time? The whole time. And you didn't catch any fish? And she was like, no, babe, I didn't catch any fish. And I was like, look, it's fine. Don't beat yourself up. It's fine. But I guess then I roll away from her and go, I caught a big one. And she just starts laughing. I have no memory of um, this. She is not a normal human where she like just scrapes out the, um, what do you call it, the lint trap on the dryer. And the dryer's on the same floor as our, our bedroom. So she uses like a little sucky, like, to, Seriously? Yeah. Really? To do the lint trap. I don't know why, but I don't question it. It's her wow. jam. Uh-huh. So I guess one night I'm asleep <laughs> and she does that and she comes into the bedroom and... Uh, to her, I'm wide awake. Uh-huh. And I look at her and I go, there are more spiders you need to catch. And she's like, what? And I go, I heard you in the other room catching the spiders with the zzz thing. There are spiders behind the TV. You need to get the spiders. Wow. And she's like, okay, I'll go get the sucky thing. I was like, you better hurry. You better, they, they're fast. You better hurry. I'm not scared of spiders. I'm the resident <laughs> spider killer. But in my dream, she was just in there sucking up all the spiders. And so... So stay tuned, guys, because apparently I'm a real idiot in the middle of the night, um, and we'll get back to that. We have friends that are both night talkers. Mm. I, won't, I won't call them. What do they call that? Um, my my son had night terrors. Okay. I, maybe they're night terrors, um, but they both they both are get up and have a conversation or an accusation or whatever in the night. Wow. Neither my wife. Kami and I don't, neither of us do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that because yeah, I'm not sure I could handle that. I don't yeah. think I have the capacity for that. I, if she were to get up and be screaming or yelling or whatever in the middle of the night out of nowhere, like I'd be like, okay, we're, we got to have separate bedrooms. Like, yeah. we can, and I, I will admit, I love the fact that my wife and I go to bed. 10 o'clock, we head upstairs. 10, 10 to 10, we head upstairs. 10.30, we're out. Um, and I love that, but I also love when she's on a trip and I have the bed to myself. And oh, like, you sleep in the middle. Uh, yeah. It's great. Even if not, I'm not in the middle, just knowing that like, I don't have to worry and not my wife's, she finds a position and she's out, but just knowing that I don't have to worry about my movements, waking, waking her up. Like, I don't know. There's something about having to bed to yourself that you're like, this is bliss. Oh, it's great. But only two or three yeah, nights. And then I'm great. like, okay, come home. Yeah. I, I did have one episode in college. Only one. This is my sophomore year uh, at college. My roommate, Abe, and I, we had loft beds that uh, they were on the same wall and they were head-to-head. And um, they were they were a triangle suspension from the top. Okay. So there was nothing underneath them holding them up. There were chains that they were suspended from, okay. from the top. And then they had a... Um, um, a uh, board that they sat on against the wall and um i woke up one morning and abe said uh what'd you what'd you dream about last night <laughs> 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 and i 
said, I, ha- I had this dream that my sister ran away and that she was missing for a time. And we were looking for her. And then I went into her room and realized she was there. And so I, while she was sleeping, she, I went into her room and she was there sleeping. And I went into her room and I leaned over her and I kissed her on the cheek and pulled the sheet up and tucked her in and then left the room. And he's like, yeah, you crawled on my bed last night. <laughs> And leaned over me and kissed me on the cheek <laughs> and tucked me in and then went back to your bed. <laughs> and he said I was so terrified. I just let you do it. This is how it ends. <laughs> this is how I die. I knew I'd get killed in my sleep. Patrick's gonna have his way with me, and I'm gonna let him. <laughs> you kissed me on the cheek. He's like, you crawled back onto your bed and covered up and went right wow. back. Wow. Oh, poor guy. You don't talk to him how anymore, do you? Would that be? Oh, that'd be so creepy. <laughs> Oh, there's no way you're friends with him today. He carries um, that near and dear, and he's like never talking to that space cadet again. Wow, he was a good roommate. We had a good, we had a lot of fun together. But, oh uh, my god, that's hilarious. That certainly would be terrible. That is hilarious. I, uh, I did a lot of youth trips with different groups as a youth pastor, and um, we took a trip once with some teenagers, and I woke up one night with one of the junior high kids standing next to my bed. And I woke up and was like, what's wrong? What are you doing? And he's like, I just wanted to say goodnight. And I'm like, go, go back to bed. Like, we're in a hotel. So I'm in a, I, like, they're in the other. Adjoin, his, adjoining yeah, room. Right. Yeah, right. And I'm like, go back to bed. And he walked over to his bed. And he, he crawled into bed and then just sat there. And I said, lay down and go to sleep. And he laid down and went to sleep. And I was like, that, like, that was like horror movie stuff. Like, oh, really, that's like, creepy. What are you doing, creepy kid? Yeah. It's My, different when it's a six- Six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound man. Yeah, coming out wow. of your bed and leaning over you to kiss you goodnight. Kids creepier. I'm gonna be honest with you. Kids creepier. I know. I know how to diffuse big gravy. I don't know how to diffuse a demon child. Oh my gosh. My wife is a. She's a. Um, I call it whisper fighting. She whisper fights everyone in bed all night long. Only in bed. Oh yeah. So when she gets her deep sleep, it'll. And I think what I think what it is is my wife's an attorney, and I think she's arguing in court during the night because she can't. She honestly cannot turn work off. She she probably is textbook workaholic. Sure. And but she will one hundred percent like all in the middle of the night. Just be like, <laughs> and it's like and like sometimes I get like that was three months ago. Like I'll get, I'll get some words I can recognize, but otherwise it's like, it's like parcel tongue from Harry Potter where she's just speaking snake the whole night. And I'll just be like, whatever, man. Like as long as she's not venomous. So spoiler, she's Mm. venomous. Yeah. Uh, So we were talking about being a hot sleeper or cold sleeper. I had a funny situation recently where uh, last spring I got a new AC unit and it was, it was kind of going to die at some point. And we were like, let's get ahead of this. So uh, we just replaced it proactively. Oof. Well, I guess now the standard thermostat they put in your house to replace it is the Google nest thermostat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Which is great. It's which is fine. smart, it's, right? It's it reads, smart. It's a it smart reads one. when to heat up the house, when to cool it down. All yes, that, right? it sure does. Because <laughs> it was, uh, it was uh, wintertime, and my wife and I left on an overnight trip. Mm-hmm. And we came home, and it was cold outside. And it was cold inside. And it was cold inside. <laughs> Our house was 49 degrees. And what we learned is that the room where the thermostat lives is a pass-through room. It's like between the stairs in the kitchen uh-huh. and like the front room. Every single time, and I noticed it, and I was like, oh, that's a weird feature, but whatever. Every time I walk into the room, it comes alive. I did not realize it was tracking human oh, yeah. like yeah. presence. Oh, yeah. So when there's no human Big presence, it's like it goes into eco mode. Uh-huh. So it's just like, we're going to save you money. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, you're going to make me angry because yeah. I'm going to come home <laughs> at 430. I'm going to come home at 430 on a Sunday and I'm going to be real upset that yeah. my house is 49 degrees. That's true. So luckily we have a fireplace, made a fire, got some heat going while it took, because it took like two and a half hours to get the house back up to 65. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is stupid. How, how much does it drop it to? It, uh, it was 49. What? It oh, completely yeah. shuts it down. I, I don't know what. Well, that's so, a liability. Now, Google. We, talked, we talked last week that we're not good with technology. Yeah, well. I resist it. Dinosaurs. Yeah. I, uh, I resist it. That um, uh, was my favorite, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Team Triceratops. A, and rhinoceros in the modern day age. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I. Give money to save the rhinos. Mm. Uh, I don't. That was a lie. Oh. Uh, center moment. I lied. Um, the uh, I don't support the extinction. Of the <laughs> uh, let them die. Uh, no. The but it was interesting that um, I I got on. I finally I downloaded the app after this thing, and I realized I can set. I do not want it to get lower than this in the winter. I do not want it to get hotter than this in the summer. And please don't ever screw me again, I, I, <laughs> stupid technology. I do love smart technology. I just bought smart bulbs. We've had a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a smart bulb in our in our bedroom. Oh, yeah. Oh. Do you, you know, really, listeners, what that was? He, he finds intelligent sexy. I got a smart bulb in the well, bedroom. Boo! Yeah. Is true. That is true. Wait, um, what is a smart bulb? It it's one that you can talk to, so you can be like. Smart bulb oh. dimmed to ten percent, and it dims automatically. Oh. We, we, the one in the bedroom, you can you can be like smart bulb, or it's our um, what is the light? Um, Alexa turned Cami light to Cami's light to whatever, and so oh. you, can make it, you, can, you can change colors on the spectrum, so you can make it purple, green, whatever. Oh, so but we, now I understand your ooh, we got a smart bulb in the bedroom. Um, but you can you can. We we usually keep it at warm light, and it usually sits at twenty percent. That's standard. Okay. And um, we have friends of ours that have smart bulbs or a smart house. I'm not sure. Maybe they have something else that is smarter than me. Um, but is it the husband? <laughs> maybe yes, it would be him. Um, but when we've done that, when we've been at their house and maybe have been had had dinner, they'll be like, "Hey, Google." Dim the lights to forty yeah. percent, not to seduce us, just but to soften the light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe to seduce us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my den of seduction. We uh, got you filled up on lasagna uh, and red wine. Up, did you know the upside down pineapple is a sign for swingers? I have also heard. Hey, there's somebody over at the house. Oh. I have also heard that um, the star 
like a star on your house star is also demon. a thing. No, 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 not Jewish stars. Oh. <laughs> like five point stars. That's a sign that you're a swinger. Allegedly, I have friends who bought a lake house a couple of years ago, and what's the anarchy? What I mean, well, that's that upside anarchy. down with the circle around it. Um, no way, that's paganism. <laughs> Guys, I'm lost. I don't know. I'm not sure where we went. Keep track so of you my... got smart lights for the bedroom. I showed up to a cult pagan event. This is a swinger event. Hey, I'll just see myself. Right? Re- real quick, kids, don't do cults. Like, don't do cults. Yeah. I'm here for the culting. I, don't no, do I, cults. I heard that in like um, campgrounds, if you have a trailer and you put out an upside down pineapple, you're letting the other well, that's what campers know. That that's what are. my friends who bought the lake house said. Is their next door neighbors, I, I guess they inherited a house with a star, and the next door neighbors had a star. And they showed up one night? But there was apparently an age gap between oh. their, like, in the negative for them, for my friends. And they were like, hey, oh. so we saw, they were just, they were they didn't show up, like, inappropriately. <laughs> they just showed up like, they hey, we saw the star on your house. Ah. And they were like, yeah, I don't know, the people bought it. They're like, oh, okay. Because around here, that means... And they're like, oh, yeah, we're not into that. But you're, would you like to have a cocktail? Like, we, you're our neighbors. We'll get to know you, not in the biblical sense. Yeah, but we'll get right. To know you. Yeah. Um, so you got a smart bulb. So, so our friends always bedroom. would dim their lights. And it was always like, oh, that's nice. Not be 100% or whatever. And so for Christmas, I was like, I want smart technology in mm-hmm. a few of the rooms to just soften the light at night. Like, mm-hmm. I would keep my house dark. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my house. I know my layout. I can. I will walk through the house with all the lights off. Sure. Without it being a problem. But my family, my wife is not particularly... Clumsy individuals. She she feels like she has to see the room in order to walk through it. Well, of course. Um, and so I was like, well, this will be a way that we can dim the lights, soften the lights. And so we've... I hung them. I set them up last night, just getting them all yeah. uh, in place. And uh, then you have to give them unique names um and so i had to go through all that and then had to do a little training with my family of like this is what this room is called <laughs> and this is how you tell alexa to do but i like i appreciate smart tech i appreciate that i can be like play the music on the main floor yeah and it'll it'll activate all the alexas and they'll play the same station yeah throughout and so you've got a nice party atmosphere yeah with eddie serving drinks that's handsome yeah so handsome yeah there's so that makes sense because there's a friend of mine who um like if if i go over to his house we'll sit in his office sometimes and he'll be like so-and-so's office on like hey alexa my office on yeah and then like all the lights kick on in his office so and the fact that i can i can run that remotely like i can from here I could turn on my kitchen lights. Yeah. Um, like, all that's pretty fascinating mm-hmm. to me. We've had a smart garage for forever where we could turn. Because you, you get to that place where you're like, did I close the garage door? And we had a string of probably five, six, seven years ago, we had a string of robberies where somebody was going through the downtown garages and They sheds. never caught me. They never <laughs> caught me. The Noblesville police um, tried and tried and tried know, and never caught me. So it's nice to be able to be like, did I do that? And I can pull up the app and see whether or not my garage door is closed or not. And if mm-hmm. not, I can close it remotely. Mm-hmm. And there's some, like, I like I love that I, the fact that I can do that with technology yeah. and not have to be anxious about that yeah. when, I'm, when I'm away, whether yeah. I'm traveling or otherwise. Yeah. Um, 
but like that's as far as I wanted to go. And, and the other side of that is like, well, you know, people are like, well, big government's listening to you or watching you. And I'm like, oh, again, I'm not that exciting. Yeah, congratulations, like, big government. Enjoy. Pre- prepare to be bored. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is going to be super sad. For, Hope you is, like jazz. This is not the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be, which is a great movie. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. But I, if if the government's listening, go guys, go ahead. But you like you liked that, I, or you're thirsty. I, I actually don't. Every time I drink it, I was like, I really need you to stop shoving gin down my throat because I'm not. Here's the thing: I don't like this drink at all because of the Campari. I don't like Campari. I uh, I'm not a fan of this drink, but I am thirsty. So okay. I'm, I'm well, glad now that that's done. I'm going to switch over to my water. Wow. And we're going to move forward because you tackled the drink. I still have half of it. Um, so we talk about smart technology, but sometimes we say that there's the phrase we have this colloquialism that says, "Oh, that's smarts." That what? That smarts. Oh, like like I have a pain in my leg. It smarts. Correct. Right. Okay. So like we talk about things that are smart that are good and beneficial and helpful. But there's this other phrase that's like, oh, that's smarts where that's painful or inconvenient or unfortunate. And uh, Is this etymology or entomology? Uh, my, 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 daughter, my daughter came home from college and she said, uh, I'm in the etymology club at college. And I said, you're in a club that studies word history? And she said, no, 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 we study bugs. <laughs> I, said, no, I think you have it wrong there. I yeah. think you're using it wrong. Yeah. This is this is a long line of things. This is where she had um she, she was reading a book, uh, a series of books. She's a big reader. And she was reading this young adult series. She's a normal sized human. She's just she, an avid she reader. Is, she yeah. Is. Um, and in it, she, there was the word, uh, liaisons and she, she asked me, she's like, is this liaisons? <laughs> and I'm like, I think the word's liaisons and it means like a connection or a partnership in sense. And she's like, okay. And then she'd also, she was, she just started college and she's like, they signed me up for wood carving. And I'm like, they have wood carving and co- which is cool like you should absolutely do that yeah but she's like well i i don't think i'll do a lot of wood carving so i think i'm going to change it to ceramics because i think i would enjoy that more and i said ceramics and she's like yeah and i'm like what's a ceramics class and she's like <laughs> well it's where you take clay and form it and i'm like i think you mean ceramics <laughs> <laughs> Not, oh not my gosh! So I mean, is she still at your house? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want you to ask her if it's epitome or epitome. Because if you spell it out, dude, I'm going to give you an eight out of ten. She goes epitome on that. She went, but that's that's. I the, was at the epitome of happiness. That's the education of someone who reads by sure, reading, instead not of by, by listening. By word, right? Yeah. By listening, right? So you don't get those intonations. I think I'd like to take ceramics. <laughs> So that's a, that's a running joke in our house. Does like, she listen to this podcast? Uh, she does not, but she did ask Smart. me. She's like, "Are you going to put my etymology?" We are now on the podcast. We so there you go, dude. It's on there. Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Give us a five star rating. 
Oh my gosh. Um, so we're going to take that instead of beating up my daughter the entire time and our sleeping patterns. Uh, Center of St. Moments, we're going to go back and revisit from a previous episode. Yep. Um, us articulating what we think are our best and our worst attributes. Because we did each other's. This we did, sucks. which was really funny because we did what we thought was the best and worst of one another, and yes. it was not what we thought the other would yes. say. Why don't you review that? Do you have that? Do you remember that? No, I think I just. Do you remember what those it. were? I know, but do you remember what we said? I remember for you, I said your best attribute is your 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 ability to be objective. You're able to remove yourself from the situation that you're involved with, yeah, and look at it objectively. Your worst attribute is. I cut people off. You easily cut people relationships off. Yeah. Um, when they become inconvenient, time-consuming, emotional, or turbulent. When it becomes a suck rather than a give, is yes. when I turn it off. Um, and for me, then you articulate. I'll let you share. If you yeah. Have that, yep, I do. And so I said that your best quality was that you're you're very giving with your time. And that if somebody calls you late at night and they're like, I need you to come over, you're there within 10 minutes. And that's that's a quality I, I can't fathom. And I think it's a really cool quality about you. And I thought your worst quality is you don't do self-care. Shut up. Okay. So that got personal. Um, <laughs> which I guess this whole podcast was meant to be personal. So take that, universe. So today we're going to dial it back. And we're going to say what we think our best and worst quality is about ourselves. All right. You wanted this, so I'm going to let you go first. Okay. I think your best quality. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, that's, sorry. Oh, I got all, I got all topsy-turvies. Um, you want to start with worst or, po- or, or best? Doesn't matter. Whatever you're more comfortable waiting into. If I said I've got good news and bad news, which do you want to hear first? What would you say? Um... Always the bad news. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. We'll start with the worst. Let's start with the worst. My worst. Oh, man. I should have thought this through. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> you set yourself up for failure. I man. sure did. Yeah. I sure did. Not the first which is time. Why, which is not why time. I yeah. was not looking forward to this. Yeah. It was like last time when I thought we were done with sin, like Center and Saint. We didn't have to do it at all. Um I have a it lot of the bad. Format of the podcast. I just stupid name. Um, I had, I have a lot of really bad. Qual- I'm trying to figure out the no, worst. Don't, I want to make sure. Like, like we're really good at beating ourselves up. Like, darn right we are. As, humi- as humans, like we, part of it is because we we live in our our thoughts and our emotions or whatever, so we see the worst in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're we are our own worst critic. And I think the hardest thing is for when other people outside of ourselves see, acknowledge, or voice to the worst part of ourselves. Like that, you're like, oh, you also see the worst part of me. That's where it becomes really embarrassing or shameful. Sure. So I, I'm yeah. going to say that, but then I'm going to say like... You did a very good job of filling time to give me time to think, I'm, so I'm I appreciate saying, that. Like, just Same acknowledge the thing that is... That you, if you could change, if there's one thing you could change about yourself. What would it be? Like, I think that's the way that. To a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I need ten minutes to think <laughs> this through. <laughs> um, if I could change one thing about myself, I would like to. I. So I guess maybe my worst quality is kind of twofold. But I can be very impatient, and I can be very unforgiving. And I think those are two 
those are two things where I used to never order anything online because the three days it took to get there in the mail was agony. Like, and I'm not joking. It sounds like the dumbest trivial thing, but I was just like, when's it going to be here? I need the batteries. Like, and now we're so conditioned by Amazon that I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Click. I don't even remember what this is. What is this? It's not even a present anymore. Like, it's just, this is life as, as normal. Um, but I can also be, I have a very analytical mind and I don't forget. And that's why we talked about once where I said, you know, I think really unconditional love lives within our, our pets Mm -hmm. because our pets do forgive us and they love us and they depend on us and we're responsible for them. And it's so long as you're a good pet owner and not like a dog fighting ring, like you're, you're giving an animal love and the animals returning that love. But we as people have a memory and we're always gauging can I trust you? Can I not trust you? Can I love you? Can I not love you? Can I like you or not like you? And, and we let people's behavior speak for themselves. And we decide like I personally not, I'm not broad stroking this. I will localize it to myself. I will analytically choose who I want to let into my life. And I will be quick to pair off the people that I don't and P A R E not P A I R. But I will, I will trim that fat on a consistent basis. And that's not a good quality. And it's kind of what you alluded to about me, but it's, it's, I am unforgiving and I'm not accepting of people who have wronged and you will have to prove to me time and time again, you've changed if you want back into my life. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I, I'm also not mad about that quality, which is probably the jerk in me. (laughs) But like, I don't, I don't mind that that's my worst quality, but I acknowledge it's a bad quality. Like it's, it's a bad quality to be able to put someone into a box mentally and say, your actions have consequences. And those consequences are, I don't want anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's probably my worst quality. And your best? No, you get your worst. And oh, then we my do worst. Best. Yeah, um, then my, we do best. My worst is um, um, my worst is I have a I have in general a, a pretty optimistic view of life. I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say as Pollyanna, um, but I would say more of an ecclesiastical view, which is more of like nothing matters, right? Mm-hmm. So like. Where Pollyanna is like, let's make everything nice and let's make everything happy. I don't know what Pollyanna is. Pollyanna the movie from Disney? No, I don't know that one. Oh my I'm sorry. I I was hoping you would get there, but now I just I'm gonna be a jerk and ask. It's an old Disney movie and it's about this young girl who grows up gosh, I don't I don't know if I remember the storyline, but in that she's always very positive of like let's like uh there was there was the um She's really positive? Vincent Vincent Peel was the philosopher of like this positive like just think positively about things, okay, and and then you'll have just, just a better view, world. And it, that's a that's a toxic trait, like to just think good or positively about things. Okay, um, I would say I am not that, but I am this ecclesiastical view of like everything is very temporary and nothing is as weighted as it seems. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And so nothing matters. Like nothing. Oh man. So yeah. So sometimes I lack. Um. So like for instance, we uh, Brutus passed away a few weeks ago. Like, and that's a very like that's a very. People love their pets, Mm -hmm. and we've we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just death. Like, and death is not a. Death is not a scary thing. It's not a big thing. It just is a thing. Like mm-hmm. none of us get out of here alive. Sure. Um, and and Except part of robots. my role as a minister is I I walk through death with a number of people. Yeah. yeah. And and there's a way that you can be afraid of it, or there's a way that you can embrace it and just kind of say, "This is it. This is the journey. This is what is." Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do it with a level of. <clears throat> and, I, and I want to be careful here because I don't want to diminish people. Diminish people. Or their experiences, but there's a way that some people go through it where that is it is very fearfully afraid, mm-hmm. um, and that always kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I'm like, it, it's just that like, from the moment you're born, you're now on this process or this journey to death. Sure. And it's about purpose and meaning and value in that. What do you do in that life? Yeah. How do you make exactly. your mark? What's what's the weight of your life, not sure. what's the longevity of your life? Yeah, what's the mark? Um, and, and so for that, it, sometimes I recognize in myself that like I am dismissive of other perspectives or viewpoints mm. um, of that because of my sometimes what sometimes feels as a cavalier approach to life of just like it just it just is like why is that carry weight with you? Don't let it carry weight with you. Yeah, why is that so important to you? Yeah, right. I I recently read, it's interesting you say that, because I recently read, um, I I like to read philosophy, and it was that the stress of your life is what you're allowing yourself to be stressed about in your life. Yeah. It's not, whatever you're stressed about isn't stressful. It's your reaction to the life that's making you stressed. Yeah. So, like... Looking through, looking at that through a different lens helps you kind of refocus into things, which is countered um, by which I would say is my best attribute. I'll take us into that. Oh, which well, best... hold up, hold up, before you do it, I'm gonna go twofold. Okay. We might go a little okay, long. Okay, okay. What's your what is your best attribute? Non physical. What's your best oh. physical attribute? Oh, yeah. What? Uh, oh. You say what you were gonna say first. No, I'll, I'll go the other route. I, my physical attribute that I've heard from other people is my blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they blue? I guess I never look at you. I, huh. oh, I'll be gaze, darned. Gaze into my face. That's I will gaze into your um, face. <laughs> Hi, gaze into your face. Um, I've been told I have beautiful blue eyes. I'm, I don't. I you don't do. Know. You do. Um, the problem is I have a friend who has like husky eyes they're like crystal blue okay so when i think of blue eyes i think of him okay. not you so yeah, i'm sorry no, that's, that's okay. you have you have like um, lesser blue eyes i also i like my i like my size like i love that i'm six three broad shoulder you're a big dude like, i'm a and i i love that frame you're a big enough dude that if you crawled into my bed at night <laughs> and kissed my <laughs> cheek and tucked me in. You'd be changing your sheets in the morning. I wouldn't fight you. I would not fight you back. I'd be like, wow. I'm just going to let him This, have is, uh, this is terrifying. 
And I guess now I know what it's like to be in prison. Uh, my my saint moment or my saint attribute that I would say is that because of because everything is meaningless, I find humor in everything. Yeah. Which sometimes is yeah. like the song lyric like I'm the bare naked ladies. I'm the guy that laughs at a funeral. Yeah. Like I can laugh at anything because it's all, everything is absurd. Oh yeah. Everything is ridiculous. Like everything can be thrown out of tilt and which it's hilarious. And yeah. And that has been, I, I will say that's been problematic as a parent because I wanted my kids to realize that. Like I want them to go through life realizing like, look, nothing matters. Like mm-hmm. whatever you're going to work towards in your degree with college, it doesn't matter. Whatever job you get, whatever income level you make, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Whatever size house you choose to buy, whatever your spouse may look like, whatever 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 car you buy, it it doesn't matter. It is. I love. Um, uh, obviously, I'm a minister, but I love. Philippi- Wait, what? Yeah, it's true. Mm. Philippians two seven, like in the Greek, Paul says it's skabala, which in the Greek literally means. And he's talking about I'm a Pharisee. I was at the height of religious propriety. What's a Pharisee? Pharisee was a religious leader okay. in the Jewish sect. And so he so he goes through his kind of resume in Philippians where he's saying, like, I was the height of all things good religious. Like, I knew the law. I was the moderator of the law. I was all of that. And then he says, and all of that is skabala. And in the Greek, what, he, what he's saying, and it's vulgar, he says, all that is shit. It means nothing it is a pile of dung sitting on the road compared to the way that i understand that christ sees me and knows me as a bee yeah which is a human and and so like i've tried to teach my kids that of like it's it's all skabala none of it none of it matters yeah it it carries some weight in the way that you want to go through life and the way that you approach it but you can get lost in all of that you can lose your way you can lose yourself you can lose everything in that and so yeah. keep and so like my humor like it's it's interesting i've got this i got this one particular friend that like i i love her to death because it's kind of an ego trip anytime around her but she's always like you're so funny she's like you're so funny you should be a comedian like you should and and i'm like i i love the fact that she thinks i'm funny but part of it is just like i don't i don't care i don't care about appearances i don't yeah. keeping up with with expectations like if you have an expectation of me, hey, guess what? I'm going to fail it at some point because <laughs> I'm not interested in meeting your expectation. I'm just going to be me. <laughs> and sometimes I'm going to be, I'm going to hit the nail on the head yeah. and I'm going to be my best self in that space. And other times, man, I'm going to be, uh, excuse the phrase, I'm going to be a shitstorm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be my best self, but yeah. I'm just going to be me. And so trying to be that authentic self for whatever that is, like that, and and taking the levity of life of just like man, everything is hilarious because none of it matters. Yeah, and and so yeah. that's the perspective that I that I love about myself of just being. And sometimes I recognize like that's hard because not everyone appreciates humor in certain circumstances. So I'm sure. like, I have to curb that. Oh, I bet, I bet you do. I have to curb <laughs> that. Be very aware. Read the room and yeah. be like, okay. Not a time I may for find laughter. the humor in that, but I'm gonna have to find the humor in that later <laughs> when I'm away from these people. Not a time for laughter. Yeah, how about you? For sure. Best attribute. Uh, 
I think my, my well, I'll go with you. Best physical attribute, I would say, are my hands. Okay. Um, I've always liked it just because of everything it can do. Okay. Like it's, I play guitar. I can fix my motorcycle. I can work on cars. I can do woodworking. I can paint. I can draw. I can, I can do all of these things, but I can only do all of those things because of my hands. Mm -hmm. And so I think my hands are my best quality because oddly enough, they like, they, they help me exercise a lot of the mental things that I want to get out of my brain. I thought you were going to say your sticky butt cheeks. Guys, my pants are still stuck. Somebody's got to get a better quality chair up here. Uh, yeah, I got real. I got real. Got real cinnamon bun butt cheeks right now. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of sugar. And within the best attribute within the character. Of who uh, oh man, this is this is. This is hard for you. No, it's not. Okay. It's because I hate it. Okay. It's it's my best it's my best quality and I really hate my best quality. Is my best quality is to be objective and to see both sides of any situation okay. and to look at something from all angles. Like legitimately all angles. I can put myself into every person's shoes. I can look at it from every possible vantage point to think what is the maximum outcome for this situation? And whether it serves my purpose or not, it's to do the right thing. And that is a gift and a burden. Okay. Because it is, I think we inherently want to do what's best for us. But that ability takes me away from what's best for me and often says, no, I'm in the wrong. Like, actually, this party is the one who benefits the most from this situation, and that's the direction that this should go. Okay. And um, I don't like it because I'm selfish. <laughs> I want to win. I want to get my way. Man, aren't we all? Um, but, yeah, and, like, even even existentially where I remember, and we're going long, so turn it off if you want. I don't care. I'm still talking. Um, <laughs> objectively. I remember. Uh, objectively. <laughs> I, I remember one time uh, my, my ex-wife, her grandpa was having dementia and he was positive he, he lived alone and he was positive he was seeing children running through the house but he couldn't like definitively say there were kids in the house so he would put out a snickers bar like a mini size snickers bar okay. to try and attract the children sure to see if the snickers bar was gone and yeah. then the snickers bar was disappearing and now he had dementia he may have been but I remember my wife and her dad, or my then wife, I should say, and her dad were really upset about this. And I was the jerk in the room who said, what if he's really seeing these people? Yeah. Right. And they were like, well, that's an impossibility. And I was like, no. Why? That is a possibility. Yeah. What if he uh, is really seeing children? And it was like, but it, I was the jerk in the room because sure. I was like, what it, let's think about it from his perspective. Break, like, break the norm. Let's imagine yeah. Like, let's just imagine any possibility is possible. Like, yeah. what can it be? And it, yeah, it's not, it's not a popular position to be in sometimes, especially when you're challenging other people to say, I don't, like when we look at it from let's all look, angles, yeah. it's not, you're not right. Here's another perspective. Yeah. Have you thought about so, this? Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. I like that story because um, in uh, C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm -hmm. As Lucy goes into the wardrobe and she she's coming back with these fantastical stories, yeah, about Mr. Tumnus, right? And yeah. yeah, and and her siblings are struggling to believe it, and then they they run into their their uncle, and they tell him that like Lucy's disappearing, and she's telling us these, and he says, "Do you 
have you ever known Lucy to be dishonest with you? Yeah. And they're like, no, because they're struggling to believe that what she's saying is real. And yeah. he says, is she, is she dishonest as a person? And they're like, no. And they're like, then why don't you believe her? Yeah. Like you have no, only because of the lack of your imagination yeah. are you willing to trust her. Yeah. And don't let your inability be the thing that is the, the hurdle yeah. to what could be truth. Yeah. And I and I like I love C.S. Lewis's writing that of just like yeah. don't let the limitations of your own mindset and your own thought of what is possible limit you yeah. from what is prohibit you yeah. what may be true yep. because you haven't been there because you haven't seen it with your own eyes and for them seeing is believing yeah yeah I, I, I yeah that's a great series um uh we're long we're not gonna we don't care who we offend. Uh, we offended people who expected this to be 45 minutes. It's oh, you took it right away from me. <laughs> we offended the punctual. The, pu- the punctual. The punctual. Time. I need this to be 45. I, I do a 45-minute workout. That's all I'm Guys, I'm running me. long. I'm running out of breath. Stop it. Uh, and uh, you got an intimate look at us and uh, a little bit of who we, how we see ourselves and how we see life and the world around us. So, oh, that uh, was graphic. That was, I'm uh, sorry, and, guys. And, Ben is uh, not completely drenched in sweat from sweating, so he was able to be transparent. Mm. We're seeing growth here. I'm We're wearing a hat. I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> he can't see my forehead. Um, <laughs> Zoinks. Um, happy birthday this week. Hey, thanks, buddy. Yep. Yeah, enjoy yep. that. I got a birthday coming up. Yeah. I have... Um, I have to say, I will... We might go the full hour. Who knows? Oh! I have... Never, I hated my birthday growing up. Yeah, no, you know, we've talked about this. And um, I, I really hated my birthday for like specific familial, familial stuff. But I, my wife, my wife might be the funniest person I know. And what I love about it is no one else gets to see it because she doesn't talk to people. And so she is absolutely hilarious. But it's, it's like a, it's an audience of one and sure. I feel really honored to be the audience of one. <laughs> so probably five or six years ago, she got on this mission where she's like, I'm going to make you like your birthday because for years I was like, it's a day it can go by. It's oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't text oh, me. Yeah. Don't That's, talk to me. That was don't. the first part of our relationship. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. And like, I still have friends that are like, Hey, I know you don't really like your birthday, yeah. but like I'm happy birthday. And, yeah. um, my wife hung up. A banner. I went to Purdue, and so, and I'm still a big Purdue fan. Uh-huh. Uh, boiler up. And so, hammer I, down. Yeah, there you are. There you are. So, she bought and and she went to IU, which is a rival school of Purdue for any of you international listeners. And one percent of our listeners. One percent. Yeah, but IU is red and white, and Purdue is black and gold. She bought a black and gold banner that she hung in our, like above our kitchen bar that said, happy effing birthday. <laughs> and, and I came home from work and I saw that and I was like, okay, okay. Maybe it's okay to like my birthday. Maybe it's okay to be a little self-indulgent. And, um, she has really kind of flipped me around and turned me on to, it's okay to like your birthday. It's okay yeah, to, yeah. it's okay to be celebrated. And like we talked about in this episode, like, I like keeping people like away from me. And so um, letting her love me in that way has been new for me. And it's been interesting because she wants to celebrate me. And despite my own thoughts and feelings, like 
for me to let her do that is a really Ooh. positive thing for us. And some, so we got some good fodder for um, future episodes that we're going to do. We probably, yeah, we yeah. should write some notes. You, your, your page <laughs> is blank. Write them down. Um, but yeah, but thank you. Yep. I have a birthday coming up this Friday and um, we will celebrate and we, we keep it low key. It's not my, the, oh my gosh, your 40th birthday is my nightmare. <laughs> when I was, I'm <laughs> tell a tale here real quick. Your uh, wife threw it threw you a surprise 40th birthday party. Which is surprising because my wife hates that most of the time when she tries to surprise me, I usually figure it out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you always do that. And she she did get me on my 40th. Um, she's got me a couple other times, but she got me on my 40th. And it was a, it was a great night because she, she brought in the people who are most special to me uh, into a party to surprise me. Yep. Um, and she got me. Yeah. Uh, and, and to walk in and to see you and to see another couple there, like, was but, just like, oh. But what was funny is everyone thought you were coming in the front door. Uh huh. So I was by the back door. I was at the very <laughs> end. I was all the way away from the party. And you came uh-huh. in the back door yeah. and you're like, hey, Ford, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, uh, surprise. <laughs> And I remember telling you that night, because uh, you're a year older than me, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just barely, in like 50 weeks or whatever. And you were like, I said, if she does this for me next year, and I come in my back door, uh-huh. and you're standing there, I'm literally going to look at you. The and, Irish goodbye. I'm going to look at you and only you and be like, meet me at Taylor's. See you later. And, I'm just, and I, would, I would look at Patrick and be like. I'm out of here. I would like to hang out with you. Please meet me at the bar down the street. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, my wife, my wife is a wonderful woman who is very caring and loving and loves me in her own weird specific way that I'm the only one who gets to see. Yeah. And, um, and I'm very thankful for her and I'm, I'm positive that she will make Friday. Well, I hope you have a great birthday week. I hope our listeners bury you with, uh, words of accolation. Oh, please don't get bent, (laughs) get bent listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Politely go find yourself on a pile of sand. Uh, here's your spirit as you head into the week. Uh, may you see yourself as you truly are at your best, your saintly moments and your worst your center moments because uh, the the reality is present within each and every one of us and the battle rages um, as we try to fight uh, the demons within ourselves but let you may you see the beauty of your horizon and the, the beauty of the gift that your life offers to the world to those around you thanks for joining us at a center and saint and we'll see you next week thanks guys I hate Jen. I really, I know it's part of the gig. And you're going to keep making Jen drink, so that's going to be the reality. You sure do hate and Jen. I, it is like, I can't not finish the drink, but I don't enjoy it. You drank it so fast. Did you drink it fast because you were angry? I'm kind of like, I just got to get rid of it. Okay. Right. <laughs> but uh, keep bringing I, the gin drinks. We're going to find uh, one that I enjoy. I don't think we should. I think you've definitively said, other than the corpse reviver, you don't care for them. Uh, hey, thanks wow. for doing the Center and Saint podcast. This is Ben and Patrick, uh, bringing the best in life of the best and the worst of life, the um, worst as we see it uh, in our life. And we hope that as you do that, as you join the conversation, that, that you also see the best that life has to offer around you, and also the worst uh, that may be around there. I think there are always redeemable good moments. So keep keep finding the good, keep putting it out there in the world. Thanks for joining us. 
And if we offended you, come back. We'll offend you again tomorrow. <laughs>